Hey guys, what's happening? Yeah, it's been a while. Hope you're all well. Welcome back to the Create Me podcast. This is going to be episode 79. And this is with local music producer and the sound engineer, Louis Severite. Had a really cool chat with Louis about his upcoming instrumental album, Neverland. So I hope you guys enjoy this chat and I'll catch up with you at the end. Hello and welcome to the Creamy Podcast. Yeah, this is going to be episode 79 and I'm with local music producer Louis Severite. How's it going, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, good. And you know what? I was going to say, finally, we actually get to have this chat. 100%. Yeah, yeah 100%. a lot of back and forth messages. No, but I'm glad that you came through to the night rooms for a chat. And you know, just for the listeners, just give them a little kind of a bit of like a bio about yourself. So uh, right now, I'm a, well, I'm a music producer, sound engineer. I make sort of grime, trap, drill. Just that sort of stuff. Okay. Been producing for maybe four years. So All right. Okay. Finally put together a little project. Yeah. So, yeah, that's sort of me. Oh, cool. And like, so how did you kind of get started into the kind of like the music, like production, engineering, and production? Well, I mean, I've been musical my whole entire life. Oh, okay. Like since I was maybe five, I started playing the drums. But, oh, okay. Uh, actual production. I mean, I've been heavy into rap for like since probably 2010, 2011. That's when I started getting seriously into it. Okay. Sort of 2012, 2013, that's when, yeah, I was getting really into it and mm. I was paying more product, like paying more attention to the actual beats behind the music. Oh, okay. So right. Probably 20, 2015, 2016, that's when I started actually trying to make my own music. So, right. like I said, I've been musical like my whole life, mm. but when I actually started, I started building my own studio at home. Yeah. 2015, 2016. Oh, okay. Just started producing then, just yeah. making things here and then. Right. Started taking a lot more serious, sort of, yeah, 2017, 2018. Oh, so it's, right. been, it's been a good few years trying to like find my own sound and stuff like mm. that, but now it's, yeah, now it's to the point where I'm taking it really seriously. Okay. Producing right. for people, producing yeah. for, you know, just making tracks myself. So, yeah, nice. Yeah. And so when you first said that you started getting seriously into hip-hop, like 2010, who was you kind of listening to then? 2010, that was sort of like... Eminem, yeah. like the old, we're talking Wu-Tang. Oh, okay, nice. Eminem, nice. Wu-Tang, yeah. Tupac. Yeah. But then later on, 2012, that's when it was proper, like um, Kendrick, Cole, okay. ASAP Rocky, Schoolboy. Yeah. Started getting heavy into the oh, newer okay. stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I was influenced by the older stuff, but the newer stuff sort of took a... Yeah. yeah, do you think that probably fits more like the newer stuff with like your generation a bit than more? Like, 100%, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like I don't like that. Yeah. I still like that yeah. music, but I wouldn't make it. Mm-hmm. It's what's hits now is what I'm making. So oh, okay. Right. It's so, sort of trappy. Uh, yeah, so for you, like, um, where do you kind of like draw inspiration then from? Like, for yourself, like, is it just like the things around Aberdeen or things with your friend you're doing with your friends? Not even, like, it's music around the globe, so, oh, like, okay. mostly American stuff. So, yeah. I know, well, being from the UK, it's sort of, you'd expect yourself to listen to UK music, mm-hmm. but mostly American, like, heavy into J. Cole, that oh, sort okay. of thing. Yeah. All the new age rappers, I'm Travis Scott, J.I.D., yeah. that sort of thing. Oh, so, okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. So, how have you found that, like, now from that kind of bit of, now you're taking it a bit more seriously. Do you feel like, okay, there's a career in this now a bit? Possibly. I mean, I, truthfully, I do it for just myself. For the love of it, yeah. I mean, I've done it. I've not even released anything properly, you know, for like a year. So yeah. I'm I've, I'm sitting on hundreds and hundreds of beats that I've okay. made. And All it's right. just for my own enjoyment. And just, All right. All right. I like 
seeing my own creative process. You oh, know? nice. It's just for my own self, you know. Yeah. It's it's more of a hobby than a career, but okay. if it happened, then yeah, 100%. But I guess, like, now you kind of in that kind of mindset maybe looking to maybe change that to some degree yeah well I mean I'm gonna it's 2020 that's the year you know I'm gonna start releasing a lot of stuff mm-hmm. get working on my social media and stuff like that so yeah. just taking it properly serious I've got oh, good okay. guys behind me yeah yeah. yeah. we're gonna back that so oh nice one that's yeah. plan for the next sort of year coming okay. just take it a lot more serious yeah put up make a website that sort of thing get my beats for sale properly instead yeah. of me reaching out to other people yeah, you find that a bit of a graph then, like, kind of reaching out to people, saying, oh, I've got sometimes, this and that. Yeah. yeah, sometimes. Well, I mean, I've got, like, my Twitter, that's where I mostly sell beats and stuff like that. So if I post, like, a 30-second snippet, I know it will get sold, you know. Okay. That sort of thing. All I've right. got people on Twitter who constantly buy beats just because we made that connection maybe two years ago, All a right. year ago. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and is, that, is that, like, people in the UK or just mainly US more? US and UK, to be oh, honest. Okay. Well, right. Like, you'll know yourself, like, the whole Gideon, Gigams, that yeah, produced yeah, yeah. His, his EP yeah. back in the day, and that was just solely Aberdeen. So oh, yeah, yeah. We met in Aberdeen on a night out, actually. Oh, okay. and All I, right. Yeah, I told him I make beats and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Then, yeah, we started getting in the studio and stuff like yeah. that. So. Yeah, I forgot to mention that, yeah, cool. you produced the EP that came out. Yeah, like, Mind of a Man. Mind of a Man, and that was really good. Right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a good EP. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's different. So what was that like then? You think like hearing someone, and I was gonna kind of wonder because I had like another producer, very good real estate on. Yeah, 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 Nick. Yeah, yeah. and I never, I don't think I ever asked him what that, what that kind of feeling is like when you hear somebody rapping or rhyming over your beat. It's it's weird, hundred oh, percent. Okay. It's weird because yeah. well, I mean, you make it solely on the instrumental, and you yeah. don't even think about someone else All rapping right. over it. But it's weirdest, like in the studio. I think that's the weirdest part when oh, you're okay. actually sitting they're recording yeah. or they're writing over your track. Yeah. It's, it's pretty weird because you have a certain direction that you know the track's going to go, but mm-hmm. then sometimes it's completely different to yeah. what the they put on, on. Yeah, oh, okay. It's cool. It's a weird feeling, though, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is quite weird. Yeah. It's cool. But that was obviously that, you know, I think kids did, you know, really well with that. I think it was definitely yeah. well received. And, you know, and there's that much props to you as well, man, for definitely, you know, yeah. getting on and producing that as yeah. well. Like, and obviously that kind of gets your name out there to other people as Yeah, well. definitely. Yeah. He definitely credited me well, so. Oh, yeah. He did bits for me. He put oh, me on the artwork. That's all. Oh, thing, yeah. So. Oh, that's really good, man. Yeah. That's I had really a lot cool. of people following from that. So. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, did you kind of get any kind of additional work through that as well? So we've actually got another EP done. So oh, it's okay. just, uh, do you know PJ, PJ the engineer? No, no. Well, he's like the in-house producer for the Ransom HQ, oh, oh, okay. in-house engineer. Yeah. So he's he's an incredible engineer. Mm-hmm. He's But he's sort of just working on the mix, mixing oh, okay. and mastering it. He, had, right. he mixed and mastered the last EP as well. Oh, so okay. Right. We're sort of just getting the mix done, and all the recordings done, yeah. beats are done, so... It's right. cool, yeah. It's just waiting on Gideon. So. Yeah, <laughs> no, it sounds like it's obviously like, you know, your journey when you, you're going to like, almost like that, that, that next level now. As 100%, well. yeah. And I like you said, you know, like 2020, you're kind of going to be more kind of going in on the social media. Yeah, and definitely. Like stuff like that. And I think like, that's what I was kind of realising every time I kind of have a chat with somebody on the podcast, it's definitely like social media in terms of networking. Is this that the way to go? 100%, now, you know? yeah. Yeah. I'm not even on social media like that right yeah, now. That's yeah. the truth. I hate social media. Yeah. Like, I honestly hate it. But I know it means it means to an end for what you're doing now. hundred percent. You yeah. need to do it. Yeah, but it's it's one of those things. Yeah, I've not taken it. You know, <laughs> I, 
I can speak on that for ages. Yeah, I could as well. Cause I, I, uh, I think yeah, I've mentioned this before on the podcast about um, yeah, having to not like not being on social media for years and then realizing that I had to get on back onto it to yeah. do this and promote the podcast and stuff. Hundred percent. And it's kind of like it's like it's kind of like a balance in it, but it's just like it's part of it. Yeah, is what it is, and then you make the best use of it, like what you can and stuff. Hundred percent. We need it. It's less generation. Yeah, it's all social media. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. You can't get anywhere without it. So, yeah, yeah. So for you, then you said like you know when you were growing up that um, you was quite musical. Was that for, like your family then? Yeah, that's, like, well, my whole family was always sort of musical. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad's always had a studio. Like, oh, okay. Well, back in those days, yeah. like when I was growing up, the whole time. I rem- well, the earliest I remember is being five and getting my first sort of drum kit. Oh, okay. Just playing drums. I self-taught myself. Mm-hmm. Guitar, piano, violin, that oh, sort okay. of thing. So That's all yeah. from your dad or your dad and your mum? My dad and my mum. My mum sung, but oh. um, my dad was always, he was always in bands and oh, stuff like that. Oh, okay. So. All right. All right. But he's been really musical. Every house that we lived in when I was growing up, we had a new studio. So oh, okay. He's always been really into his music. And then I guess he's kind of been really kind of supportive of you then doing what you're doing as well now at the moment. Yeah. 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 That's a different topic, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, does he, does he kind of get the grime and like hip-hop thing? Or? I wouldn't say so, no. Oh, okay. That's... Yeah, I think it's, it's like different kind of generations, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah. like, um, for me, you know, I think like, you know, my parents, like, my mom's from like the Caribbean. So we like a more kind of like, you know, reggae, lovers rock kind of music and stuff, dancehall and yeah. all of that. And then hearing like, you know, playing, if you're playing like Nas or like, you know, Tupac yeah, and baby. that. And yeah, when you get older, they start playing like, when the UK scene started blowing up, like, what, especially like, um, um, Dizzy Rascal yeah yeah Dizzy, you know, and then, yeah and then like Dizzy Rascal like this is rap really fast yeah. and mom's like what are you saying you know yeah. Like, yeah. Some, some people just a lot of people just don't understand it yeah it's just yeah. the generation gap yeah, yeah absolutely so for you then like you know what do you kind of feel is like the kind of main things that you want to achieve from being like a producer at the moment main things I want to achieve well obviously everyone Everyone who produces has that one person who they would love to produce for. Yeah. Me, I've, you know, probably top three, Travis Scott, J.I.D., mm-hmm. J. Cole, that sort of thing. Oh, okay. But you got to be realistic at the same time. Yeah, but yeah. That would be the goal, you know, mm-hmm. produce in-house for someone like that. I mean, I've yeah. got tracks coming with some big people that I would love to speak about. Yeah. Dreamville, if you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. got... We've got something in the works there, but I'd love to speak on it, but oh, I just okay. can't right now. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. Yeah. We'll get to it. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 We've got someone in the works. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the goal. Yeah. For, I would love to just get in-house producing for someone, mm-hmm. one specific person, yeah. rather than... Goodness, like, yeah, yeah. randoms and... Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, not yeah. to be bad like randoms, but like continuously just kind of like different people having your beats as one Exactly, person. Yeah. Like, yeah. So there's yeah. a guy, Sykes, from the, he's a UK producer, okay. and he's in-house for Heady One and RV. Oh, both. okay. Right. But he'll produce all their tracks. Yeah, like, yeah. So it'd be good to do something like that. I mean, in a sense, I'm kind of doing that for the likes of Gideon, yeah. but it'd be good to get, you know, someone huge or mm-hmm. even... yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess that's kind of the aim of, like, most kind of, like, especially, like, in this kind of genre of music to actually just be in-house. Yeah, exactly. All the time. Yeah, Full-time would be yeah. amazing. So you'd yeah. have to kind of think about, oh, I have to go here, there, and everywhere and stuff. Exactly, so Generate yeah. the income or something as well. That's one thing I want to touch on. I never kind of spoke about it, but I mean, like, in, in the music industry about the whole things about, 
the financial bits of how are you yeah. kind of like managing if you don't mind me asking like, yeah. to keep yourself kind of going and stuff like well I work full time anyway okay. but right. I mean people I think most artists sort of respect the fact that you've made it and they have mm-hmm. to pay for it that yeah. sort of thing Yeah. so I wouldn't ever give someone a track mm-hmm. just for free okay. especially if I don't have a relationship with them yeah. so like yeah. for instance Gideon you know we have it's that relationship yeah, yeah. that relationship yeah. yeah I mean most artists will respect the fact that you've made it and mm-hmm. they know the industry you've got to pay for you yeah, know yeah. everything now like your artwork your yeah yeah beats the whole lot mixing mm-hmm. mastering yeah it's part of their process too yeah know? so that's good that I've, I hope you know, it's good to hear that you know I think for people listening if they're kind of in the music industry as well to actually hear that that there is an expectation that actually there's that value of the worth that you're actually bringing to the table as 100%, well. yeah. I would say this, I, don't know, I think it's like the kind of a creative thing I speak to like a lot of artists in Aberdeen and it's kind of like how they kind of undervalue themselves a bit. Definitely. Yeah, yeah but I don't, know if, I don't know if you do that as a producer. A no, bit. the thing is, well, maybe when I first started producing mm. 100%, but now I know my sound and I know the demand for my sort of sound yeah. is, you know, I'll, well, I'll be cocky and say it. There's not much people in Aberdeen mm. doing the beats that I'm doing. Yeah. You know, you can count Nick. Yeah. But we're sort of different styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sound that I'm producing, you know, it's there's a demand for it now. So mm, yeah. you know. And for you, like, what's the kind of like the process you go through? Like I, I can always kind of always want to kind of think like that when you kind of start from the baseline. From nothing. Nothing. Start yeah, from nothing, start from yeah. nothing. But what's kind of like going through you had to be like, okay, that's gonna sound good. Is it something that you heard well, a week before or something? Nah, like the thing is I've got well. Do you know how producing works? You've got plugins and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll go through hundreds of sounds. Oh, I'll right. hear one sound. Right. That'll be it. I'll yeah. know exactly what I want from the track. Okay. I have certain, you might notice even from the EP, all my drum sounds are almost the exact same. Yeah, yeah. I use the exact same kick. I use the exact same hats oh, every right. single time just yeah. because I know that that hits. But yeah. The melodies, I can hear one sound and I know where it's going to go. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I spend a long time on my melodies. Yeah, right. so yeah, your EP, which we obviously should talk about, is called Neverland. I had to listen to it as well. Neverland, I really, yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed it. Appreciate well, that. Was like that was on um, SoundClouds, and I think it's going to probably be available. On, It'll be on, available on, on everything, yeah. all platforms. Yeah. So how did that kind of project come about then? Neverland. Well, um, to be honest, well, the concept behind Neverland, people won't even. People think it's just called Neverland for the sake of it. I've not even told anyone this, but okay. Neverland, the whole concept of Neverland, you know, the whole Peter Pan thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, because like, I saw the artwork and that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, Neverland to me is escaping from reality. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of Neverland is my escape. Oh, okay. Music is my escape yeah. from just the normal every single day. So right. that's the concept behind Neverland mm-hmm. as a whole. But the project, I mean, I've been working on different projects for probably two years mm-hmm. and I'm my worst critic like uh, I think it's the same with anyone who's creative yeah, yeah. you are your worst critic mm-hmm. definitely like <laughs> yeah. I'll never release anything unless I think it's perfect okay. so it's probably been over a year that I've got tracks together I've right. scrapped probably hundreds of tracks to okay. put on it but I finally found a set of tracks that go well together so mm-hmm. it flows well together yeah. so no it definitely does and I think like um and that's going to probably be out, well, 
This is episode be, This is a ninth. Yeah. We're recording through the <laughs> magic of time travel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be out on the ninth. On the ninth. Ninth, yeah. ninth as well. So yeah, I'll definitely put a link in the episode description for that Sweet. as well. Yeah. That would be kind of really cool. And it was like there's it's obviously made up of like instrumentals and also like yeah. it kind of highlights like your kind of talent and what you can do as a producer. Yeah. We also had a rapper on one of the last Yeah, tracks. Wise. Wise, Wise yeah. that's the guy, 100%. Yeah. where was he from? He's from London. Oh, okay. So he's actually a producer as right. well. We've been, you know, in contact for maybe two, three years. Right. So we'd always send each other beats back and forth and stuff like that. He's He's got his own thing, crowdsourced. Okay. Have you seen that? He gets producers on and makes beats on the spot. So oh, he's got his own like show sort of thing. Oh, okay, so right. He's done that, but he's been a rapper, an MC for, you know... A long time, uh, yeah. I don't know how long, but oh, okay. years. But he's really talented at rapping, producing beats. He's an all-rounder, 100%. Yeah, okay. Right, that's rare to get as well, isn't it? 100%, yeah. yeah. But we've, yeah, we've been in contact. We've got a few tracks together, like not just... Um, we've got instrumentals together, oh, some okay. collabs, some beats oh, and stuff oh, okay. like that. But cool. There was that one track I sent him and he said, you know, I need to get on it. Oh, like, Sweet, let's do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's really good, so, man. That's really good. Yeah. I like that as well. It's kind of a nice surprise because it's good to like hear like instrumental kind of albums because I think they're kind of, for me, they, they help with like productivity. Definitely. Doing something. Yeah. You can, oh, okay, that's really Just good. Just listening in the background. And you can just vibe to it and that's really cool. Yeah. But I think like to, that was a nice little surprise to hear someone actually rapping over something and actually... Well, that's it. It opens up, it opens up the even the discussion a bit more to see like oh wow like see what it sounds like if somebody's rapping over these beats That's the, that was the whole idea oh, okay. so I'd right. have you know the four or five tracks and mm-hmm. then at the end just have the feature to see yeah. how someone would sound over one of the beats mm-hmm. that sort of thing so oh okay cool the beat was Gideon actually used it as well right. for the Lost Ones freestyle okay. on his Mind Over Matter yeah but, that's where Wise heard it as well, and he said he needs to get on it. So. It's really kind of interesting how two different kind of rappers will interpret the sound and Definitely. actually what they and provide to it as well. Two completely different tracks. Yeah. You know, com- completely different. So. Oh, sweet, man. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, one thing I was going to ask you, it's probably gone out of my head, and I hate when that happens. <laughs> you have those questions in your head. You know, like, um, God, what was it? Um, yeah, no, just going to say, like, you know, for you, obviously, like, in 2020, you're going to probably go and bit bit more forward of all that kind of yeah. promotion would that kind of like include you going out with Aberdeen definitely yeah Scotland down south and yeah, stuff definitely, yeah definitely definitely yeah. so well I mean there's good studio space in sort of Glasgow I mean I've been down to London okay. there's amazing studios yeah. in London but it's just it's just time to be honest with you because mm. I mean I work full time yeah I'm traveling all the time and stuff mm. like that so it's just getting my own time to do it yeah then I would do it I guess it's getting that kind of balance, isn't it? Because when, like, you know, if you're like, you're working full time at the moment, and I guess the aim is obviously to be a full time producer, yeah. engineer, isn't it? Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, and so like, you know, I can you know, appreciate you taking the time out today to even have this chat as 100%. well. But like, for you, kind of going forward, do you see yourself being permanently based in Scotland or do you think it would be maybe you'd have to kind of go I'd say Scotland okay I'd say well the whole thing with social media is that you don't need to be in one specific place you know you don't need to so maybe five years ago you needed to be in London to Mm. make it anywhere to build connections but social media now it's there's no limits to yeah Yeah. you know the networking and stuff like that that you can do I mean there's great guys here in Aberdeen yeah yeah. you'll know yourself doing the podcast there's guys doing bits all over the place even the guys from the shop overhype you know they've 
got great support and I know yeah. that they'll support me. So oh, okay. Right. It's you have to use your own connections as well. You yeah, don't realise how much you have. Yeah. yeah. I think it's good like to even like build that kind of support network around you. And I think like there was that kind of thing about Aberdeen. I'm not from Aberdeen obviously, mm. but it seems like, you know, people kind of like we're here will kind of downplay it a bit. Definitely. Like what happens here and stuff, you know, and you're seeing stuff like, you know, what's happening with, like, Ransom F.A. and the mm-hmm. kind of, like, you know, he's kind of, like, trajectories. He keeps on going and going. Yeah, he's going up as well. 100%. Yeah, and that's kind of and that's kind of highlighting not just Aberdeen, but also kind of Scotland as well. Definitely, you yeah, know. he's putting it on the map. Yeah, and that's kind of really kind of cool to see. And it's always kind of even more positive to say, like, okay, that kind of, he was in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. And I know he's down, like, in London now yeah. as well. But you kind of see, like, I guess with a demand for what he like, okay, Definitely. he's going to have to do. That's where the work is, and yep. it's good to kind of create a base down there. But I guess he was going to, he definitely would reps Aberdeen. A hundred percent, yeah. You know, so yeah, it's it's kind of like weird. I think like how people kind of like, oh, nothing happens in Aberdeen. And stuff. when I first kind of started a podcast, I wanted to kind of dispel that rumor. Yeah, that there wasn't any kind of you know creative things happening. Yeah, as well, you know, definitely, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot more than people think that's going on. I think. Well, me, for instance, I'm my worst critic, I said okay. before. I think there'll be a lot more people like that mm-hmm. who are just not scared to put something out, but I'm very, like, opinionated. I actually am the worst for it because oh, I right. care what people think. Yeah. <laughs> negative thing, negative comments and that, that will get to me more oh, than yeah. it'll get to other yeah, people. Yeah, I want to ask you, uh, like, have you had any kind of feedback and it's really been like, oh, no, like, not really sure about that? Not, uh, not even... Back in the day, 100%. Oh, right. but, um, now it's sort of, yeah, it's all good. Oh, okay. I know myself now. I know yeah. It, yeah. So obviously it's about that kind of you continuously just working hard. Yeah, it's at, just at the, the growth. The the growth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you sort of understand. Well, when you have people buying beats constantly mm-hmm. and you you realise that you've you've got that, you know. Yeah. Your sound can't be terrible if yeah. people are buying it. Yeah, know? yeah, or that's it's true. Being heard. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think a lot I don't know if it's just anything. I think anyone can be hard on itself, but I don't know. Do you think it's very specific to like people in that kind of creative industry? I think kind it's of, way worse for that. Oh, okay. Way oh, worse. Oh, I, mean, I yeah. I'm definitely my worst critic because oh, I'll spend I can spend hours on a track or I could spend a month I could spend two months Jeez, there's a track okay. there's a track Nebula on the EV yeah that changed I, a lot you know I've I worked on it for over a year like just wow, that one okay. track oh, like yeah. the intro the first 10 seconds of that track I probably spent a month on it you know okay like, right, yeah. legit because yeah. it's soundscaping so everything's made from complete scratch mm-hmm. from not even a sound yeah. you know what I mean so yeah. the first 10 seconds it's re- really cinematic but oh, yeah. the mix back and forth it probably took me like a month just okay. to get that 10 seconds Jeez. right so. so some people are going to listen to going what but it's good to hear that like you know that if you really if you really care about what you're doing and you know in the business that you're getting into you yeah. I guess it's like having that kind of perfection like being a perfectionist but also kind of like saying that I know for yourself now yeah you know, you've done this long enough to be like I know what sounds good yeah 100% yeah. sonically yeah but, I mean, I know how I wanted it to sound. That's the problem. Yeah. And I just couldn't get it, couldn't there. Get it right. But I got it. It's, so it's definitely getting easier then over the definitely, time yeah. and stuff. Well, yeah. you realise yourself, like, once you spend so long doing something, mm. you you get it, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. you understand how everything works. Like, mm-hmm. well, mixing and mastering, it took 
it's taken me probably two years to oh, even okay. understand yeah. how things sound, what yeah. like the industry expected yeah. sound is, that sort of thing. So yeah. it's probably a two-year process, but now I know my mixing capabilities are, you know, okay. top tier because yeah. I haven't put stuff out and I've learned myself, that, mm-hmm. you know, what sounds good. Yeah, I'll always compare it to stuff. So <laughs> I'll, I'll put on would, a track yeah. and then put on my track yeah. and just compare the mix and oh, compare okay. how it sounds. The good thing about music is there's no right or wrong mm-hmm. way to do it, mm-hmm. but there is an expected standard, yeah. like industry standard of how a mix should sound. Oh, so, okay. Oh, no, that's, no, it's good to actually, good to hear and actually know. I think like there's probably like some people feel like, oh, if they're just starting out, that like, oh, this is actually good enough. And it probably will, because, like, you know, if, like people, their friends will be like, oh, yeah, it sounds fire, that's really good. Yeah. And stuff, you know? But I guess, like, no matter what you think, there's an industry Definitely. that's just backed by millions and billions of pounds exactly. of dollars that's going to be like, actually, no, this is what needs to sound like a commercial exactly. trap, hip-hop, or kind of grind beat yeah. as well. No, exactly. So for you, like, Neverland, obviously, is going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. And... What's kind of like, you know, there's obviously some things you can't talk about yeah. in the pipeline and coming up. Like, so what kind of other kind of projects can you talk about that's going to be coming up? Well, EP with Gideon, yeah. well, we're sitting on tracks. Like, we've probably got maybe 10 tracks okay. that are, you know, done yeah. or that we're working on that we've got recorded. Mm-hmm. I'm working on an EP right now with a guy called Tom Tilu. He's an Aberdeen bass rapper as well. So that's sort of like a mini project for ourselves as well. Okay. Tom's the exact same as me. He's his worst critic, but we've, we're going to work on this EP. We just started working on it, so yeah. uh, we don't have a name for it or anything. But okay. that's going to be our own little project. Yeah. So just to test ourselves, yeah. you know, not for anyone else, but just to test our own abilities. So yeah, it's actually good to kind of like I don't know, it's like what it keeps everything fresh though, doesn't it? And this, Definitely, yeah. That kind of repetition of actually kind of bettering. Well, it's not like bettering yourselves, but almost kind of like. Let's just not sit on our laurels and say, oh, we're good. Let's actually yeah. keep going. Let's keep pushing 100%, ourselves. 100%, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 that's sort of to test our own abilities. Mm-hmm. So he's, we're working on, I've got music with PJ, so I spoke about him. Yeah. He's a great engineer, like mm-hmm. top quality engineer. I learn something every single time I'm in the studio with him. Yeah. I'll sit watching him. But he makes beats as well, so we've got a few collabs and stuff like okay. that. So cool. We've been in the studio you know a lot recently so mm-hmm. we've got music we've probably got maybe six tracks collabed that right. are finished but okay that might come out yeah that sort of thing so you um, work full-time how, how you find all this time to do all this like production and engineering uh, your late nights then? yeah 100 yeah right. well especially when i started taking it really serious 2018 that's yeah. i was i would come home from work spend straight onto it you yeah. know go straight onto it talking right. eight hour sessions just right. sitting in my room okay putting stuff together like a lot of my mates were the same because they're really supportive of, oh, okay they right. just like the process yeah. and like seeing something come from absolutely nothing oh, that's so good, man. back in the day like my mate sam or sean they would come up sit with me for you know six seven hours just making beats constantly oh okay so right. it's it's cool then yeah. but i spend a lot of time on it definitely oh, maybe right. not so much now yeah Whenever I can, mm-hmm. I'll get in the studio. But cool. yeah. So I know obviously you said you're not that much on social media, but nah. <laughs> so like you've got a Twitter account. Yeah, I've got so Twitter. where can people kind of find you then? What's your Twitter handle? Twitter is Prod by Louis. So. Okay. And then you're on Instagram, but I think it's like you more on private Instagram. one. Yeah, it? It's yeah. So yeah. I'll make a producing one oh, okay. for sure. But yeah, I definitely um 
No, Neverland will be out. Yeah, um, time this episode comes out, I'd like to go there and put that in the episode description. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. Come check that out. Yeah, as well, man. That would be really cool. Hundred percent. But uh, Louis, thank you for being episode seventy nine. Yeah, man. no really worries. Appreciate it. I look forward to seeing your journey. Hundred percent. What comes definitely. from that as well? Yeah, but, yeah, we'll stay in contact. Nice definitely. one. Awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed, and yeah, I'll catch up with you soon. So yeah, that was episode 79 with local music producer Louis Severite. I want to big up Louis and thank him for coming on the podcast and sharing his story with us. Really appreciate it, man. Um, Neverland um, is going to be in the episode description. So just click on that link and it'll lead you to, you know, the album. I really enjoyed it. So I hope you guys like it as well. Moving forward, I have a few more chats booked in for the rest of December and nothing else really beyond that. Um, So yeah, I'll catch up with you guys soon. All right, take care for now.